You know, I'm a delight. I'm a fucking delight. Welcome to Reinventing This Shit Show, a podcast for moms who are just trying to make it through the day. I'm Millie. And I'm Maxine. We're We're friends. friends. We're moms. moms. We're having having a midlife crisis. Won't you join us? Are we recording? We are recording. Okay. Yeah, we sure are. Okay. Here we are. Hey. Hey. Hey, listener. What's going on? Hey, uh, for our catch up, you know what I really want to talk about? What? The fact that we are just a few days away from our cruise. I know. I'm so fucking excited. Well, you're about to see your son, who you haven't seen for how long? Four months. Four months. Yeah, it's been a very, very long time. That's too long. And he's been on another continent, which makes it really hard. I I, I don't think I messaged you this, but I was emotional anyway last week because I was sick. Did I? That I saw... I, I yep. looked at the Life 360 and there he was on our content, our continent. Yep. I'm actually getting a little teary I, just thinking oh, about it. God, I was so happy to see that. Oh. Um, but yeah, so obviously we're excited to see him. I'm really excited to see him sing and perform. Oh, yes. I like, haven't seen him since he was in Into the Woods. I know. His like senior year of high yeah. school. Uh, junior. Junior? Yeah. Uh, that's. No, ha- you saw him in Mamma Mia. Or no? did you not? No. Oh, oh No. Yeah, no. I just, and they, they're going to do five shows while we're on the boat and they're five, five different, different shows. shows. Yeah. So, and we're not dressing up in eating's prom. No, Karen. they do that prom. I, but I still think we should yeah. dress up like we should. I have wear to, something I was cute. actually looking at Amazon today. I've got to buy some whole new clothes cause I'm like 20 pounds heavier I, and nothing is going to fit. I and it is now Friday and we're leaving on Wednesday. So we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I'm screwed. I uh, I had that same little feeling like, ooh, what the fuck are we bringing on this trip? Uh-huh. So yeah, there yeah. may need to be some shopping. Oh man, I, I have to go shopping. shopping. I hate shopping. I know you do and I fucking love it. Do you? Yeah. Do you want to go? You well, want to go on Sunday? Pump, pump the brakes because <sighs> I love it, but I get mad when I go because I don't like how anything looks and I, I hate going to all the stores. Well, then you don't actually like shopping. What is it you like about shopping? I, okay, so I like online shopping. Well, yeah, but then you got to try everything. Then you, and then you have to return it. I, so that part's the worst. Too. Even though it's gotten a lot easier, it's I know, sucks. but I, I still love fashion as much as I did when I was a teenager. Like, I am one of those people that I will... I didn't know that about Oh, you. yeah. Like, I will... There are, you know, certain brands and stuff that I love that I'm watching all the time. Really? New stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Still oh love God. it. We've known each other like 15 I know. years. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fashionista as it were explains why you don't like your daughter leaving the house looking like a hobo no or a I hobo don't. well and that's what oh man all right well kids well, these know. days kids these days kids. we've said it before yeah well, so so packing how's I that going <laughs> you gotta okay. buy some shit to pack i mean oh and packing uh, you know i yeah it's not I your jam i don't know if the listeners have figured this out yet but i am a 100 percent basket case mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. so my anxiety manifests physically but also in my need to control everything Mm -hmm. so when i pack it is a nightmare yeah i really i did very well when we went to chicago last week i grabbed my contacts and my prescriptions and was like all right if like those are the those are the things that i can't replace yeah 
And then, of course, I packed other things, yeah. but I was like, I'm not going Whatever. crazy. Whatever. If I don't have it, I buy it. Did it work? It did work. Okay, so do I that again. I still overpacked. Because but. think about it. We're going to be in tropical places for seven mm-hmm. days. What the fuck do you really need? Swimming suit, a cover-up, maybe some liposuction. Sex. Well, but... Oh, we're going to be in Mexico. Can we get that <laughs> while we're there? I hear it's cheaper. <laughs> but uh, like some sundresses, okay? You know, and then bring some sweats. Yeah, I probably have a couple things. That's what I mean. Like we're not, we're not. You know, you it's can the be, nice stuff that I'm worried about. The the dinners or the whatever that we need to just, do. Just have a couple of decent dresses that you don't hate and call it good. You're done. That's that's a tall order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> January January is <laughs> gonna be my new body. <laughs> oh yeah, is that it? Huh. Well, I was I was um googling kybella today to the fuck is that it's um it's like a it's like liposuction but they inject you and it kills all the fat under your chin are you kidding me right now with this shit no not at all but then i read that it doesn't work as well as actual liposuction so probably be having chin liposuction at some point really yeah great idea to you know inject and squeeze and no it's you know it's it's happening. It's happening. So you're fine. I know you're au natural. Whatever. Yeah, I do not approve. Don't care. My stamp of <laughs> not approval. Well, I will be sure to take that into consideration when I make the appointment. You won't. No, you I won't. won't. No, I won't. No. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. So okay. So cruise coming. Right. Yeah. Packing. Yeah, we're pulling our kids out of school for six days right before Love the end of the semester. It. I think that's a great parenting choice on our part. We did it last year. I know you did, but I, my senior is flipping balls because okay, he well, has so much work he has to do. I feel are so they being bad. Nice? Are the teachers being nice about it? Kind of, but he's just going to have you know a lot that he has to do because right when they get back, he has finals and he actually has finals. Like He's got some tough classes. What is the room situation? Is he staying with sister? Yes, sister and him are in a room okay. and then we're in a room and then you know the oldest has his living quarters there anyway so well so i think middle (coughs) boy can take some time and i mean there's internet on the ship yeah but i i said don't do that because you're not going to and you want to have fun you want to hang out with your brother when you can and you know he's really excited about seeing him life's too short i'm sorry he hasn't seen his brother in forever forever. and you know what whatever and this he's already signed on to a college who fucking cares well and that's you know He's just trying to get a little bit more scholarship because he's such a angel. He is an angel. But a little Merce. <laughs> he is going to be a Merce. That's so cute. But um, he is going to be covered in women. I know. Like, he there's doesn't see nothing it now. sexier than a Merce. I know. He doesn't get it now because he's still, you know. Well, it's good that that's not why he's doing it. He's doing it because no. he's legitimately a good human being well and it's just and nurses are angels absolutely the right fit i know that's what i tell him all the time it's just that what he's doing is so noble and it's so hard my god i mean you know firsthand fucking hard how tough it is to be a nurse yeah yeah it's funny because the people that i know that are listening to this don't even know that i almost went to nursing school i didn't tell anybody i didn't tell anybody i did all the all the prerequisites and all the testing you doing it yeah, well, you Dude, knew, but yeah. most most people didn't know because I just didn't want the yeah. pressure. Yeah, and then I was an alternate, and I really thought I was going to get in, and then I didn't, and I could have done it the next year, and I just didn't. And I think, again, my back, you know, you've got to be able to lift yeah. 50 pounds or yeah. whatever and be on your feet all day. And, and that's a I, big one. I can't do it. So, But you know what? More power to him. He's going to no, be No, I think it's cool. I mean, I think it's the right fit for him. Something, we always thought something in that 
field or that area, something medical, not a doctor, but like a therapist or something like that. So oh, I could totally see him as like a physical therapist. I, that was, that would be another good one. For that's me. his, like, he really thought he was going to do physical therapy for a yeah. long time and then switched With to his nursing. sports background yep, and stuff. I exactly. Totally sports it. medicine kind of stuff. Well, you never so know. Anyway, I mean, probably he will go into nursing because it's, that's his calling. That's yeah. what he'll do. But it's yeah. good to know there's other things that are, yeah. if he needs any help with anatomy and physiology, let me know. I he cried my way through. He loves that shit. I loved it too. I'm Ugh. telling you, like, it is the dumbest thing, but like we got to the kidneys and I was like, the kidneys are the most fascinating thing I've ever seen. <laughs> they are actually dork. like, wait till he gets to kidneys and ask him what he thinks about kidneys because I- they are fucking <laughs> amazing. You will never th- treat your kidneys the same way again after you read about how amazing they are. Really? They are. I don't think, I think that I could go my lifetime never understanding the ins and outs of the kidney and I would be okay. I thought I would too. I mean, kidney is not like a sexy organ. <laughs> well, because <laughs> there's so many other sexy organs. Well, exactly like the right. heart, right? Like people are like, you know, fuck? heart surgeons, heart surgeons are like, you know, or brain surgeon, you know, yeah. like you think about those things yeah, as being like, oh, so cool. Yeah. But you know, who, like it's <laughs> like a podiatrist, like who wants to work on feet? Like who wants to be a nephrologist? No. But when you learn about how they maintain the balance in your body. I know I'm such a fucking nerd, but it's just, it's magical. It really is. And uh, did you know the heart can exist outside a human body for like legitimately forever, as long as it's in the right solution of chemicals? Like it can keep beating? I don't remember if it beats or not. I think it does beat. It's just hanging out? Yeah, because it it doesn't beat because of messages from your brain. It It beats because of chemicals that are influencing it. If there's any nurses listening to this, please come at me because I'm sure I just fucked that all up. But I do. I also I, think it's the wine that you're drinking. No, so I remember. check that label. It's not pot wine. Is that a thing? <laughs> pot wine? Maybe Probably. We could, pot beer? I, I think so. I we could invent that. I know there's rich. pot beer. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyway, okay. So, circle back. We're really excited <laughs> about the cruise. We're really excited packing. about the cruise. Yay. Next week's going to be a baller of a week we are just gonna relax yep. which drink the last few weeks of our lives have months. not exactly been relaxing years yeah the yeah last few months this have been is rough. going to be good relaxation i refuse to stress about anything family although time. my husband did convince me to go diving with him which is gonna cause me a lot of anxiety why are you doing that you are gonna be anxious or is it the shallow thing it's pretty shallow. I mean, and I've done this before and I almost got, I mean, I didn't almost get certified. My oldest, we went, yeah, did I tell you about it. that? Yeah. We, we did it until we were supposed to go real low in the pool and yeah. like start taking our mask off and stuff. And I looked at her and she was in pure terror, which yeah. if you know her, which you do, yeah. that's not her. No. So no. when I saw that look in her eyes, I was like, nope, we're done. We're done. Nope. Yeah. Not happening. But you know, so I have, I do have some experience. It's not, you know, I'm not that scared about it. It'll be fine. That'd be fun. It'd be oh, it'll be pretty. Yeah. It'll definitely be pretty. Um, okay, so let's get to our, our main our main squeeze today. What are we talking about? We're talking J-O-B-S. about Yeah, we are. And this is um again a hot top in my household because I have teenagers who want to work and like to work and they want money and stuff. And I I don't know I don't know how you feel about this. You're kind of getting to this point now with your oldest, but yeah, we're not there yet. Traditionally I don't like for my kids to work and I don't know if that's bad, that's good, whatever people are gonna say, like I give a fuck anyway. But um I'm not a fan of my kids working because I I have always said to them, You're a student, that's your job. Yep. And your activities, that's your job. Yep. You know, whatever your craft is, whatever. And I feel like 
jobs just add unnecessary stress sort of because Mm -hmm. there's not I know people can learn skills from working at a job I know that kids can learn all kinds of things about life but I just feel like it's not worthwhile enough to do in lieu of the activities and the school stuff that they need to be doing yeah I feel the same way I keep telling the older one school's your job yeah um horses that's her activity but you know and I would let her do it anyway. But if you think about like college admissions, they've got to have some sort of activity. So that is. And that's what I always say to job. them. That's what I say to them, like getting a scholarship and getting into college or not necessarily getting a scholarship, but if you can, but most importantly, getting into college mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you're going to do, that's your job. Which also college, getting into college is harder and harder and harder. It is. And I, there's not really a place for job on a college application, they, they don't really yeah. care about that. At least in the experience that I've had with my two oldest getting into college, that's not something anybody gives a shit about. I don't even think that was a thing when I applied. No. Now, when I applied, things were easier. But to me, I, I feel like jobs in high school sort of came out of that time when people would quit high school mm-hmm. because they needed to work. Mm, interesting. And then, well, it was like, if you're not working, you're lazy, yeah. you know, and then it was just sort of a holdover. I feel like it was a bit of a holdover when I was working in high school. Part of it was, you know, save some money for college, but let's get real. How much money what? are you really saving $250? Co- right. Like you Back might then. be able to buy a few books yeah, with your summer job. No, no. no. Or, f- you know, beer money, I guess, for the first semester, maybe. I just... Well, and I know some kids work to like pay for gas money and stuff for their cars, which I I see. But if getting a job means you can't play on the lacrosse team at school, right. I don't think it's more beneficial. I really no. don't. And I again, it's it's family to family. It's, right. I'm not judging anyone else no, for no. their choices. Yeah. And there are some families that probably need those kids to be working. Yes, because in it's order just, to if they help. want a car or whatever. Right. You've got to be able to pay yeah. for this. We are fortunate enough that that is not our situation. And I don't think not having a job is hurting my kid's work ethic. No. The older one has signed up now to volunteer at the, um, I'm not going to say the name of it, but um, at the, the hip, the hippotherapy uh-huh. um, place locally. So she's super excited. She hasn't finished all the process yet, but she's getting there. So she's going to go out and muck stalls and do I whatever and all of that stuff. And that's, that's work. That's hard work. Volunteering she's not for is, it. is work. And but I, I think it's teaching her the same I agree. values that, you know, bagging groceries taught me, you know, although honestly, I don't think my job taught me values. I think I was good at my job because I already had those values. Mm. Okay. When did you do that? I think I was last year, 15 last year. No, no. Uh, I don't know how old I was. 16. Okay. So high school, high school. Yeah. It was the hot job in town. I lived in not a giant town. It wasn't tiny, but, um, the IGA grocery Mm -hmm. store there. Yeah. Um, their whole thing was that they bagged the groceries. You walked them out, Mm -hmm. you know, it was a customer service thing. Yeah. I was super introverted. I hated every minute of the talking part. I'm really good at bagging groceries. Very good at that. Um, and I had, you know, I, I had a boyfriend that I met there. Um, we dated briefly, but it was a fun time. Yeah. You know, it was fun. We yeah. had, I had a good time and I and earned I, a little money. I think, okay, so both of the kids at home have had summer jobs. 
and I'm I'm okay with summer jobs. Um, especially the the boy worked at the at the hospital this summer, which so is yeah. like an internship, but he got paid for it. But that's a useful. That's fuck not yeah. Just... I love that if you could somehow get a job like that. That's that's useful. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it showed him you know kind of the career yeah, path that he wanted. An idea of do I really like this? And then he had money to you know spend through this year so far just kind of you know if he wants to go out with his friends or whatever he has fun money to do those things and for the girl the same thing she worked over the summer at a you know a retail a beach shop and um has money to buy all these ridiculous shirts from places <laughs> that she's never been so it like <laughs> it worked out you know but i i don't like for them to work during the year she will still yeah, sometimes work on the weekends like one day a week but I, I just feel like school and activities should be the priority and volunteering. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, and the volunteering gets them on, you know, the it's, scholarship. It's really helpful if you're trying to get into college. Mm-hmm. I wish that it wasn't so difficult to get into college, but you, you got to play the game. Yeah. You know, you do whatever, however it is, right or wrong, whatever. Yeah. That's absolutely. how it is. And volunteering is super important. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I big one just popped her head in. I was going to ask her, what do I say? Okay, no, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I always, you know, school is your job. You know, school comes first. Has and she said, like, I want second. a job? No. Okay. We always joke about getting them a job at the ice cream place down the street. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cute, like, little beach mm-hmm. kind of ice cream shop where, like, they would make, like, some sort of Nickelodeon kids show there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I right? exactly know what you mean. Yeah, like, that's yeah. the exact vibe of that place. But they're too busy. They're yeah. too busy. And you know what? They, ha- they have their whole lives to work. I know. I just... I, I know that there are really important skills learned in a job environment, but I think those same skills can be learned volunteering was, and yeah. in whatever Especially activities. The volunteering, yeah. Yeah. And that's good too because uh, I don't know. I think there's so many positives to volunteering in general, just, you know. But you brought up something really interesting. You were introverted Oof. working this job. Why did you pick that job? Is it just because it was the cool it job? It was the cool job. Okay. Um, yeah. And it was, you know, it was good for me I had to figure out how to have a conversation with strangers over and over and over and over and I did it I can't and why did you get a job was it just to because um, you, know, you were my pretty dad, busy my dad stuff. just said you will get a job oh, I, I don't know I don't okay. really remember I think it was a summer job okay um started out with and then I don't know if I worked during the year or not I can't remember yes I definitely did because I remember like the Thanksgiving rush of like people okay. bringing two and three carts full of food to the <laughs> checkout lane and me having to bag them. Um, yeah. So yeah. Did your sister work? Yes. I'm trying to think back. I think she helped coach gymnastics. Okay. Cause that was her thing. Yeah. She was a gymnast and I believe she worked at the, the gymnastics studio. Okay. So, cause I, I didn't really have a job but I did babysitting like early on yeah yeah yeah. I feel like everybody did that when they were a teenager yeah but my brother didn't work either that I can remember we did a lot of volunteering a lot which I honestly think might be better yeah unless you need those kids to have the funds and that's it too like you said we're not I'm not like if that's what works for your family absolutely you know you do you I'm not being judgy about if people you know encourage their kids to to work jobs i just and some kids aren't going to college yeah like, let's well and be honest and and maybe they're learning some skills that are gonna yeah, right get them into whatever exactly field that they're choosing. everyone has a different path yeah and especially lately 
I think we're realizing how pushing every kid to college is a bad choice because not every kid belongs in college. <laughs> no, and not every kid knows what the fuck they're going to do. Exactly. And that's that's been the hardest thing for me to like be okay with. I like and actually I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, but my undergrad is in criminology, which is so fucking But cool. I went to school as a music major. So, but I changed my major halfway through and who the fuck knows what their path other than my oldest son who the oh, hell I knew. knows i was your oldest son like the same 11 years old i'm gonna be an actor yeah yeah but you're not no but i was yeah i mean i followed that until became a mom well it was earlier than that but it's a long story um <laughs> no but that is and i still i still look back and you know think god what if i'd followed that path now looking back i probably wasn't quite talented enough to actually follow that path yeah. which is fine I'm fine with that. But I knew. So it is really hard for me to look at my kids and be like, what do you want to be? Like my 14 year old, Mm -hmm. do you want to work for Pixar? Like you're going to be an artist, right? She's like, "Mm, I don't know. Yeah. But you're so fucking talented. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Seriously. She is. She's so talented. Yeah. She is. No, I think she may wind up training horses. I don't know what she's going to do. But But that's the thing. Like, and my, my middle kid could, you know, we know he's set for nursing school. He could change his mind in a year yeah. or two, you know, like absolutely. Especially this idea that our 18 year olds know exactly what they're going to do with their lives. You know, probably not the wisest thing for us to think because it's a bit unrealistic, but like, then you got to think about the whole fucking system. Yeah. Like, do you, does college get put off until you're 30? Like, do, I know. should you, I know it's an interesting thought because yeah, if you don't know what you're going to do, why are we spending all this money on college? Well, Maybe you know, and some waiting. some countries do the whole gap year thing where you take that year off first before you go to college. But <sighs> my husband, no, he didn't do that. He did that before law school. He took, oh, before he went. To mm-hmm. home, yeah. Well, yeah. I just, I mean, this is a whole other thing. Our education system, Jesus Christ. But yeah, well, I think we have to be, we have to normalize, like you said, that every path is mm-hmm. is a good one you know whatever yeah. it is whatever it's completely individualized to each kid and we need yeah. to we've been pushing every kid to college for too long well i mean in high school like they um at the school that my two youngest ones go to there's the success center which is mm-hmm. like the you know next steps what mm-hmm. you go there for resources for your next steps when you graduate it's college. They say that they have other things They're and if your path to. is different, yeah, that they have. Hmm. But I sure don't see a whole lot of that coming home and in their information and stuff. It's really college focused. Interesting. So I would say at least in our community, I don't. And it's, you know, it varies school by school, I'm sure. But I don't see a lot of emphasis on things that are different than college. Interesting. But, but you know, whatever. In our house... Yeah, like I was saying, I I don't I'm not a huge fan of jobs because they need to get good grades. I might not have the fucking time. No, and they they need to do their. I volunteering was such a huge part of my life as a teenager and into my twenties, and I there's so many positive things that I got from that that I really really wanted my kids to have exposure to too. So that has always superseded any sort of employment or whatever and then with my oldest he was he had a job but he was singing for a church I mean oh yeah yeah. you know and in a community choir he was getting paid oh I remember that to do that yeah Yeah. so it was a job sort of but not really I think the bottom line is 
it's different for every family and for yours and mine jobs are just not going to be a priority no they're not but um so let's since we're talking about jobs how about we talk about jobs that we've had and yes. what we've do, what we've done and you go first fun stuff i don't because i need some more wine you go first i told you that i wanted to talk about like okay let's think about the weirdest shit we've ever done or the craziest shit that we've ever done and I don't know that I have like because I, I was trying to think okay in your workplace what crazy has happened to you or was your workplace crazy in general and so I guess for me that would be what it is like you know my undergrad criminology and the first mm-hmm. few years of my career were spent in correctional facilities and so which I need to know a lot more about <laughs> because we have never talked about no that. and I, I don't want to get all like sad sacky about it but um it it was a little traumatizing for me and so I kind of moved away from that and not wanting to think about it and shit like that but so I worked in a residential facility but then I for two years I worked in a holding facility like what is a holding holding facility is yeah before somebody goes to get sentenced and to right pre-trial right so and I worked in a juvenile facility Okay, Um, that is, yeah. Sad. A lot of it was sad, but also scary. So the the thing that sticks out to me, the craziest moment that sticks out to me was... Yours is going to definitely top mine. (laughs) We had, and I don't talk about this very much. No, we have never talked about this. Talking about it right now, but um, I, we had a... um, a gentleman there who was later convicted of murdering his social worker. Oh my God. And I used, he had one hour of outdoor time where he wasn't in his cell. And I, when it was my shift, I used to play basketball with him. Oh, um, handcuffed and shackled playing basketball with this murderer. And, but that is so kind. That is so you to treat this gentleman like a human being. It was so terrifying. But, and it wasn't great because he definitely was sort of fixated on me a little oh bit, but uh, it wasn't like a Hannibal Lecter, Jodie Foster sort of thing, but it was still a little creepy. Yeah. But like you said, I, you know, he was a 17 year old kid. Like at the oh, end of right. the day, we were talking about a child, I forgot about that part. At Jesus. the end of the day, even though he was a murderer, he was a 17 year old kid right. who, you know just a series of horrible things blah 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 but that would definitely be the craziest moment of my career probably was the time that I spent with him one-on-one when we're in this gym and he's handcuffed and shackled and we're shooting hoops and I'm petrified but I know that everybody's watching just in case there's anything you know because cameras and other officers like right outside the doors and stuff and sometimes other officers would come in and play with us too but um yeah I remember being and like I said I didn't last very long in this it's a very dark world to be working in all the time that would be and just the I taught like anger management life skills and just the the recidivism like seeing these kids come back over and over and over again you know it was it was rough so that was the craziest I've had lots of crazy moments as a teacher and a principal (laughs) you know just silly hysterically funny crazy parents crazy kids hilarious things said to me body fluids anything you can think of being exposed to look at me in my eyeballs every bodily fluid that you can think of looking at you in your eyeballs (laughs) 
Wow. I've seen Holy some shit. shit everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. Why okay. don't you share? Okay. Well, I'm going to lighten it up a little. <laughs> I have I have two crazy stories and one is super short because I don't really know most of the details. <laughs> the first one, I was working for a company. I don't even remember what they did. Anyway, uh, there was a woman, uh, a coworker who worked in the executive side of the building. So yeah. I didn't really talk to her a ton but I knew her uh we would see each other in like the copy room or something or whatever came to work one day she's gone I was like where'd she go they go oh well apparently she's on the FBI's most wanted list holy so she disappeared we don't know where she is but the FBI was here looking through all her shit are you fucking (laughs) kidding me no not at all that is fantastic yeah FBI's most wanted for like um identity theft and stuff yeah, oh, well, she and her boyfriend. She was probably in the process of stealing more identities Ye- as she worked mm-hmm. there. Yeah, so the name I knew her by was certainly not her actual name. Holy in fact, I'm pretty shit. sure it was someone else's name that she had stolen. So that was one. Wow, I love that. Yeah, that was a good transition because <laughs> from your, um, you know, correctional from murder. Um, yeah, <laughs> and the second one is <laughs> happened at the IGA. Uh, we were forbidden for having taking tips. We weren't allowed to take tips. Mm-hmm. You know. So I told this guy wanted to tip me. I said, no, thank you. Very, you know, it's my pleasure, whatever. And he said, oh, well, let me at least just give you this. And he had me an audio tape, a cassette tape. Oh, Jesus. He said, I'm, I'm a recording artist, whatever. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I get it home and I play it. God, I wish I knew where this was. It was a cassette tape of Christian songs that he had written. Oh, shit. And he was a terrible singer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> sing it for you. Oh my god. I don't remember the whole thing, but it started out there is a porpoise for our marriage will have a whale of a time with our school of little fishes and you flipper in mine. And I'm telling you, you will never forget those lyrics, will you? You're gonna be singing that shit thirty years from now. I mean it's been twenty some years. Thirty years now. Yeah, thirty. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know what happened to that tape, but I wish I had it. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's way better than the dollar he was going to give you. Yeah. He just gave you For sure. a, a song that memories. has laughed, lasted a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my crazy story. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. Was he like an old guy? No. No, just a young so. crazy yeah. guy. He was like, I mean, at the time, I remember thinking he was definitely older than me. Yeah. But no, he was not an old guy. So maybe in his 30s. Oh, my God. 40s 30s and he just pressed this tape into your hot little hand Uh yeah wow yeah yeah and I did as instructed like if they insist you can take you know you cannot you have to say no but if they insist you you can't be rude you got to take whatever (laughs) god don't you wish it no no lifetime of musical oh yeah the dollar or the two dollars he might have handed me is nothing compared to Oh. There is a porpoise for our marriage. marriage. And what? We'll have a whale we'll of a time. We'll have a whale of a time. Fuck yeah. That is that is gold is what it that is. is. Gold. Yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't like yeah, won a Grammy. Popped up I, in the Grammys. Yeah. I know. And I could have said I knew him when. <laughs> oh, I love So him. there we go. Now, yep. are you ready to? Oh, should we grab the bag? Grab the bag. Are we ready? Oh, man. We are getting tight on this. We're Toit. Good. Okay, here. You grab the bag. I grab. I grab the well, one I just wiped time. my nose. That was with this hand, though. So oh. I'll use the other one. Okay. All right. Oh, you got these fancy fucking cards. In I there. know. I, the kids picked them out. I haven't read any of them. All right. Who had the most influence on you growing up? So Ooh. as a child, who influenced you the most? Madonna. Obviously. <laughs> I'm just 
Obviously, I was going to say George Michael, but same <laughs> same thing. Uh, so we'll we'll treat this as like in real life. Who had the most influence on you? I'm sure it was my parents. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know who else it would have been, honestly. I mean, I would say friend groups, but friend groups changed, you know, like yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have any friends that I was friends with from kindergarten to high school, senior year. Okay. I will say, so let's put parents aside because that's pretty obvious. Yeah. There were two teachers. Oh, that's a good one. I had two teachers yep. that definitely, definitely influenced me. One yeah. was my choir teacher, Mr. Yep. Wenz. Um, our choir program was like pretty top notch. Yeah. We won state all the time. Yeah. And even though it can kind of be considered a nerdy thing to do in a school that was really well known for sports, a lot of the football players and all that stuff, they were in the choir. Like it was a that is my exact high school experience. Okay. Exactly. See, that's why we're friends. Yes, exactly. Um, and a lot of people really, really disliked him because he was a hard ass. Yeah. Um, he expected a lot. And if you didn't deliver, you were out. He was people people would say he was a jerk or whatever. I, I loved him because mm -hmm. he held us to a super high standard. We knew what he expected. He I was going to say, didn't you, take any shit. You, you probably had really clear expectations, really clear, clear expectations. You knew what was happening. And, and if you met those expectations, he was a friendly, wonderful guy. Like I just had, he just gave me a really, really good high school choir experience, yeah. which is where I felt home. I felt home at choir, in choir and theater. The second teacher was my theater teacher, mm -hmm. Brian Putnam, mm -hmm. who we used to call Putty. That's cute. Yep. He's um, moved on from education now. He's probably retired, actually. I don't know. I need to check on his Facebook. But um, he is just an incredible human being. He gave all of us weirdos a place to land, a place where we felt safe. He treated us like adults. He expected a lot from us, but he was super supportive. And he just gave us like a, a little home. Which, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I can't say he influenced my life and like, oh, well, I modeled myself after him or whatever. But No, but 30 years later, his name is forefront in your of brain. Mind. Yeah. 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 He was just a really good, and still is, I'm sure, a really good human being who just took a lot of misfits yeah. and gave us a place to be. Yeah. And I think, you know, teachers, and I used to say this to my staff all the time, like, you have this, like, ability to make this like serious impact on these kids lives where they yeah. remember you for all the right things or they remember you for all the wrong shit you know like you did damage to them or you created this safe space for them you made them believe that they could achieve anything like and it doesn't teachers, take a lot no but teachers really have that yeah. power over yeah. kids and they need to use it for good and not for bad I'm yeah. with you like I had teachers like that that I had an English teacher that as stated in a previous podcast, I had a little bit of behavior trouble in middle school <laughs> and she loved me and loved all those things about yeah. me. And I, I mean, I, English was my jam anyway, but I just super succeeded because of her yeah. because she thought I was so great. And yeah. really all of my English teachers were like that. And then my choir teacher, my high school choir teacher, same thing. Yeah. She was a hard ass, Rika Harith. She's still out there uh, in the Midwest incredible teacher yeah a lot of people didn't like her yeah but man she held us to high standards and we achieved so much because of her exactly so, yeah. yeah i mean why do you think the high school football team half of them were in the choir mm -hmm. 
We had that too. That is so interesting because I have talked about my high school experience being like that where choir and theater wasn't really seen as like the dorky stuff right. and that there was a lot of crossover between mm-hmm. sports and and arts and sadly our marching band was not given the same amount of respect oh uh, but they but were probably pretty good they were good yeah, yeah they won they won all sorts of yeah. titles and stuff but yeah they weren't they weren't treated quite as well but and no. it's so funny with teachers like it doesn't take a lot it doesn't no. you're you're your room doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to spend a ton of money you don't have to no, li- none of that shit you matters. just need to connect with your students Build those relationships absolutely and like we were talking about in our last podcast mm-hmm. the standards that you hold for people they will live up to yeah and that's what they did and i mean i remember some of my my worst memories are times that i disappointed one of them mm-hmm. and they called me out and i just was like i mean i have this one stupid memory i was assistant directing a show a straight show and he left, it was a comedy, he left the room and he said, I want you to, you know, work on this scene. And he came back and he was like, what did you do? Oh. He was like, you didn't, there's nothing here. Like you didn't do anything. And you felt like shit. And I felt, and yeah. I'm telling you, it's been 30 years and I remember that moment of being like, oh my God, I failed. Like I fucked up. Yeah. And it wasn't because I meant to fuck up. I just you did. Just did. And you're a kid. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's. But he probably didn't hold the grudge. He wasn't mad oh, at God, you the no. next day. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no that's mm-hmm. a good teacher. I love He's to hear shit like teacher. that. I love good teachers. And then it he makes got moved happy. into administration and then he got burned out and left. Yeah, that'll that's happen. I'm, I'm real familiar with administrative burnout. I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, cool. Thank you to our influential teachers. Yes. You guys are all the best. I wish they were listening, but I, I don't think that a podcast for 40 something moms <laughs> is probably their jam no probably not maybe we'll send this episode to them later yeah all right guys well thanks for hanging out with us again and mm-hmm. see you remember <laughs> a midlife crisis is more fun with friends mm-hmm.